Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Well, hey there. So today's episode is all about the three biggest things that will stop high ticket sales from getting closed. Now, if you are selling a service, a program that is higher priced, where there's high touch involved, a high level of expertise, perhaps even a one-on-one, a workshop, a mastermind, where you need to have some kind of conversation with the people that you are going to have buy from you, you want to stay tuned because we're going to dive in deep to the three biggest reasons why your sales aren't going to happen. Okay, so let's dive in deep to this episode. I'm super excited about talking about this one because I think sometimes we think that the reasons why people aren't buying are not these ones. Does that make sense? Like, I think sometimes we overthink and get so caught up in our own stories that we miss sight of the fact that fundamentally, regardless of what we're selling, whether it's a product, a service, but especially the higher the ticket price, the more that's on the line, not just for you, but ultimately for your potential customers. And that's really who we're worried about, right? Because at the end of the day, you're going to keep doing what it is that you're doing and your potential customer is still going to be stuck struggling with the thing that they're stuck struggling with unless they get your help. So the key thing here that I want us to remember is that they need you more than you need them. And I know that right now, if you don't have a constant flow of clients, go back and listen to the, the past episode, um, if, if that's you, because we're, we talked all about lead generation. But if you are constantly struggling because you don't have consistent clients coming through your door, if you don't know who you're supposed to say yes to and who's supposed to say yes to you, then this exercise today on this episode is going to be a little bit more um, challenging for sure. So I just want to put that out there first. Now, if you have the right people, if you're talking to customers that you really, really do want to work with, and yet they still keep saying no. There's still something that's keeping them on the fence or you're getting frustrated because for whatever reason, they just aren't able to pull the trigger and say yes. They need to think about it. They need to wait. Maybe they're putting it off until the next time that you launch or you provide that service and you're about to rip out your hair. You're just so frustrated. Can you feel me on this? let's talk about why that might be because I know that sometimes it can be really, really um, disheartening when you have the heart to serve, when you have the person you want to serve and yet there's something stopping the two of you from being able to engage together to move forward on this path to success. So the three things that I believe will stop any high ticket sales from getting closed are these three. So let's start with number one. Number one is, will this work? Like, basically, can I I trust you? So it's more about you 
and not about them, and not even about the particular service or transformation that you're providing. It is about you and your credibility, your authority as an expert, and whether or not you have built enough of a relationship that this person feels like what you're saying is true, that you are trustworthy, that you are genuine, that you are caring, that you have the means to be able to help them. Okay, so that is all about you and your authority building, your credibility building, your social proof, in terms of your background, your ex experience, your expertise, how you show up as an expert. So if you're saying something around uh, video visibility, as an example, maybe you're a, visi a video visibility coach. Gosh, I picked a tongue twister of a thing. <laughs> so if that is you, and yet you don't consistently show up on video, if you aren't consistently visible, well, guess what? That begs into your credibility, right? That's going to have your person questioning, do you actually do what you say you do? Will this actually work? Like, how do I know it's gonna work? Because I don't even see proof or evidence that it's working for you. So if you don't walk the talk, then this is an, a critical area that you need to improve upon. Now, I know that if you're listening to this, chances are you are a person of integrity. Like that is probably one of your core values because it's one of my core values. And so you are consistent in what you're doing then you don't even need to worry about this part. What you need to make sure of though is that you are consistent in your message. You are consistent in what you say. You are consistent in what you do. And that doesn't mean that you need to be perfect. It just means that when you say you're going to do something, you do it because this is a relationship built on trust and trust means that they can rely on you to do what it is that you say you're going to do. And you're human. We recognize that if for whatever reason you can't live up to those expectations, you say something and you just simply can't do it, then owning up to the mistake and saying, guys, I'm so sorry. I was supposed to do this. Uh, time got away from me or I had a major family emergency or my computer just blew up and it just wasn't possible. As long as you're clear and you communicate, that connection is still maintained with your audience, with your potential customers. So will this work? Plug in whatever it is that you do, okay? And really, it's about you. It's not even what you do. So when you hear people say, will this work? It's not so much about um, the product, the program. It's really about, at the first stage, the biggest layer is you is do I trust that you can deliver what it is that I need you to deliver what you've promised, okay? Number two is, will this work for me? So this is a little bit of a trickier one because it's kind of similar to the first one, but it dives in a little bit deeper. And the piece here that I notice is very, very specifically uh, designed is around for me. It's that for me piece. So this is more about fit for whatever it is that your offer is with whatever it is that the problem feels like for your potential customer. So what does that mean exactly? Well, it means that if you have created an offer, a solution to this problem, and it feels like it's not quite right, like there's something in there that doesn't fit like a glove, this question is gonna come up because the idea of the problem and what your prospect is struggling with, your potential customer has an idea of what that solution looks like. And for whatever reason, your thing does not match it exactly. So there's friction, 
there's some kind of rub there and it's creating uncertainty and it's creating some question marks. So in order for you to overcome and combat this, you need to be able to identify why do you think that it's not going to work for you? Because it could lead into our third most important question. So right now, what I want you to do is identify, is there something about your offer that has been poorly explained, that needs more communication, more explanation, or just clarification in order to make sure that it really does meet the needs of your ideal customer, okay? So when we say, will this work for me? It's because it feels like there's something missing that we actually are looking for. There's an opportunity there for clarity. There's an opportunity for um, us to make sure that the features, but really more importantly, that the benefits, that the transformation, that the outcome that we are selling actually matches what your customer wants to hear from you, what your customer actually wants to purchase and what they are looking for um, as their full transformation. And so if we don't communicate that clearly, if we don't communicate that effectively, and if we've skipped over question number one, which is, will this work? Like, how do I know this is gonna work? That's all about you as the provider and whether or not you're credible enough to provide the solution. The second part is really about, is there a fit? Does this match my expectations? Is this going to give me what I'm hoping for? The, these are sometimes questions like, what am I going to get? What's included? When you have these questions come up, it's because of this major roadblock. It's because people are wondering, what's going to happen at the end? Will I get what it is that I actually am looking for? And if you don't communicate that piece loud and clear, it doesn't matter how amazing your offer is. It doesn't matter the price point. It doesn't matter if you discount. And if you uh, were listening to an earlier episode about the dreaded discount, you'll know why that is. But again, here, none of that matters. The only thing that matters is that if your customer is looking for a steak dinner and you give them salad, they're going to be very disappointed. At least in my books, they're going to be disappointed. <laughs> so I want you to think for yourself, are you offering a salad to somebody who wants a steak? Because if that's happening, then it doesn't matter how, how many things are on that salad. If they want a steak, they want a steak, they want a steak. Guess what? They're not going to buy your salad. Okay, even if it, it works for them, it's, it's not going to be the thing that they're going to buy. Then the last thing is, can I do this? Can I do this? And ultimately, the other two questions, the other two roadblocks and barriers that we talked about in this episode connect directly to this bigger question, which is, can I do this? I being your potential customer. Now, depending on your uh, niche or niche, depending on your offer, depending on your solution, depending on your ideal customers. This one is going to have either more weight or less weight, but you cannot ignore it because every single time you do, you're going to miss out on an opportunity. You're gonna miss a sale, you're gonna miss a customer, you're going to miss the uh, opportunity to help somebody who desperately needs you just simply because they can't get over themselves. Now, what does that mean? It means that when you have customers that are wondering, you know, I've tried this or that. So maybe you are a weight loss coach and you have customers who have tried multiple other things. 
They have been on this diet or that diet. They have tried uh, this book, that book. You know, they have tried so many different supplements and eating ways and measurements and proteins, fats, like you name it, they've tried it. And they're going like, now it's gotten to the point where it's not you, it's me, right? They're starting to recognize, wow, I keep failing over and over and over again. Like all of these things are eroding my self-confidence. They might not say that out loud, but that's definitely how they're feeling. And they're wondering if they're cut out for this, right? And I, I know that for my clients, that is often how they feel. They feel like, gosh, am I even cut out for this? Like it shouldn't be this hard. And maybe for your clients, they're feeling the same way about the thing that you help them with. And at the end of the day, they need to know that they can do it. They need to know that this is something that's possible. They need to know that it doesn't feel insurmountable. And if you are two things, if you're promising them the moon, it may feel too big. Right? If you're promising them, so as an example, if I promise you that you could go from brand new in your business to seven, seven figures in three months, that might feel insurmountable. It might feel like even though it's possible and you may have heard stories from other folks that have done it, for you just knowing that for three years you've been struggling to get this side hustle up and off the ground or maybe it's been a business but hasn't really broken any huge milestones that you have set for yourself and you're wondering how in the world is this possible when I haven't even hit that six figure or that multiple six figure, you're telling me I can do seven in three months? Yeah, right. So you want to make sure that you don't flag up any BS radars because when you promise too big of things without any proof or validation, and that's why you have to cross through hurdles one and two that we already talked about because if, if you don't have your credibility and authority um, as an expert, if you don't have that social proof built up, if you don't know how to speak articulately about the end transformation that your customers want, then at this point, when it's all on them and it's no longer about you and your offer and your journey and your business, it's all on them. And you need to make sure that they have the faith, the courage, the possibility within them to reach out, grab your hand and say, yes, I'm ready for this right now. And you need to be able to identify why that is what is getting in their way and to be able to speak about the elephant in the room. So as an example, for my business, I know that my customers, my clients that come to me, they don't have a sales background typically. They don't have a business background typically. So the thought of really becoming an expert at building a business that matters and being able to sell with ease, without the sleaze, like without the crazy underheaded tactics without having to always be closing to always be in your face and be very masculine in how you sell and you know sell 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 is not the way that they want to do things and so i know that for my customers they really appreciate the fact that i tell them you can sell however you want to sell because there is a way and a path for you it is possible it is possible for you to hit six figures half a million a million and even more even if today you are still struggling to do so it is possible for you to do this and still be a servant leader it is possible for you to be able to find the words that fit for you because gosh darn it if i did it 
you know, 20 years ago and built a successful career serving and helping thousands of people, but making like multiple millions of dollars and helping others to sell well over hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, like half a billion dollars and, and more. Um, I stopped counting y'all because really at this point, you know, half a million, a billion, like potato, potato, right? And so for me, it's more important that you know that it is possible for you as well. I know how to sell, but it's more important for you to know how to sell. And the reason why you've been failing is because you've been taught the old way. You've been taught the way of always be closing. You've been taught the way where it feels really aggressive and that the only way to get more prospects and leads is to do cold calling or cold outreach. And you don't have to do any of that if it doesn't serve you. There are some folks that really enjoy meeting new people all the time. Fabulous. Great. Let's leverage that. But there's a way for you to be able to succeed and win in your business, regardless of what personality type you are, regardless of what gender or background you have, and regardless of what you've been taught before. So what I want you to do right now is think about, because this is by far the biggest hurdle that you need to be able to overcome. And you can do this in your conversations and your marketing, but you can also certainly do this in your communication, in your content, in your sales pages, in your emails. Everything that you are talking about should address one of these three, if not all three of these on a consistent basis. When you're able to see that happen, you will close more high ticket sales, more premium priced programs and services. Because without this big one, I'm going to tell you, people aren't going to buy. This is the number one deal breaker for your customers and your clients. Can I do this? Because even for, um, even for business to business, business to consumer, corporate clients, nobody wants to make a bad decision. At the, at the core of this question is what if I fail? What if I fail? What if I am in a bad position, right? So the core of this, again, is what if I fail? So if I fail in my business, what ends up happening? I might have to go back to corporate. If I fail in my business, I'm going to have to tell my spouse, my partner, and I'm going to be so disappointed. I may have to go back and get a job. I'm going to have to, we're going to lose our house. Like these are all of the things that your customer might be thinking about just from that one simple question. And I know that at the surface, it may feel like, well, that's not such a big deal, Susan. I can deal with that. Like, Really, that's the thing, but I'm gonna tell you that if you skip over addressing this hidden elephant in the room, it doesn't matter how good your opportunity sounds, how good your offer is, how well you invite people to work with you, you will consistently hear no, which is really frustrating. And so this is something that you need to address right off the bat. This is something that you need to understand and really be able to help uh, your customers in a very professional, but also uh, very personal way, because it's scary to admit that you don't think that you can do something. It's scary to ask for help. It's scary to be able to say, like, I think I might fail. And all of the things that come associated with those feelings. And so the more that you can empathize with your potential customers, the more that you could set their mind at ease, the more you can use past customer successes and client testimonials and the social proof, but also examples from your own life, as well as from people around you, the ones that you serve to say, you're not alone. You are okay. 
this is what we're what we're going to be able to do the easier and the faster it's going to be for you to consistently hear yes after yes after yes now if this is an area that you are still struggling with i want you to do a bit of an audit and see in the past conversations that you've had where your customers your potential customers and clients have said no to you and it has shown up as an objection when you unpack some of the things, some of the signs, because now when you kind of go back and you think about the conversations that you had, knowing that these are three major roadblocks, do you recognize some questions that came up that are directly connected to one of these three items that we just covered, right? Because once you know what is happening, you are much better prepared to address this moving forward. And so if you are still struggling with this. I am going to invite you to come on over to my free Facebook community. There's tons of resources, free videos and trainings that are over in there on Facebook, Successful Sales Strategies. And if you're ready to go even deeper and go for um, some additional help and support, sign up for the waitlist for my membership community, Sales Mastery Society. We're on the waitlist right now because I think doors are closed at the time that you're probably listening to this recording. But if you want to be in the know, if you want to know as soon as the doors open to the public and you get early access to me, even deeper diving into topics like this so that I can help you unpack exactly what's going on you're going to want to grab your seat. So go ahead and look below in the show notes for that link, as well as um, my free community link so that I can help you as much as I possibly can. Thank you so much for listening in and we will talk to you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.